This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, trust me on this one, you've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Jeremy's taking the retrograde gals out this morning. and That's it. Good luck to you, Jeremy. And then, then, then he can run away because Mercury's in retrograde. I don't know who's going to do us from now on. He's in good hands. Somebody also said, John, there's 13 periods a year for a lady. And he's right. Because you figure 28 oh, yeah. days, right. then you get most months, like 10 of the months have 31 or 30 days, and that's three extra days for 10 months. That's 30 more days. So you get a 13th period. Thanks for that. There you go. And another email says, hey, uh, ladies, just real quick, Mercury doesn't give a flying F about you. Follow me for more horoscope advice. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Jeremy's going out this morning. Happy Valley Road. You better get moving, kid. 35th Avenue. There he goes. Safeway this morning for... Uh, KUP deployment. We're doing the KUP deployment. Uh, the packs are getting jammed up. We're going to send them out on November 11th. All we need is a little help from you guys uh, to drop off all the items that we have listed at 98kupd.com. Why? Well, uh, we're helping out the troops from Arizona that are deployed overseas throughout the holiday season, and they get little packages from home. And a lot of the stuff that they can't get around these places, that one lady that emailed me last week that said her son's on, her, on his way to Iran, or Iran, Iraq, and uh, maybe he's going to Iran. My God, we, are we doing something there too? But going to Iraq, and she's like, yeah, he's seven months, he's going to be gone, and uh, it's, it's no fun to think about that. Seven months just disappearing in Iraq and doing his job down there. Uh, you know, at least it's a little more peaceful than it has been in years past where we're just kind of on a day-to-day mission thing. But they're still not home, so this is a really nice thing, and the, and the troops really love this, so... Uh, I got emails every year about how important that is to us. We got flags all over this room from places that the Arizona uh, troops have set up, and then we sent them all these deployment packages, and then they gave us one of the flags that flew over their base. We've got a load of those, and it's awesome. So uh, it's great. And you guys help us out with that every time. You can help some more this morning. Happy Valley Road, 35th Avenue. Uh, and just take a look at the list. Uh, Jeremy will have it out there. You pop into the Safeway, you grab something, you put it in the box, and we'll help these guys out, and we'll load up on November 11th and send them out so go see jeremy he's also got kupd stuff too uh tickets to concerts and things like that he'll tell you what he's got once we get him out way out 35th avenue and happy valley road simple as that uh yeah the mercury in retrograde has people all fired up some lady said that you just don't understand the tides are affected by the moon that doesn't seem to buy really yeah i get that but not to a point where i'm not going to make a real estate exchange Settle down about yourself.
The planets don't care about you. I got enough problems. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's not even about. My, <laughs> look, I got a, no problems. Even I would sit and say I'm making problems when I start saying, "Well, that damn planet. Everything would have gone better. Mercury would have behaved." Ninety nine problems and Mercury ain't one. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> and then people are asking, "Those promo girls must be hot. Are they really hot? Are they super hot?" This is where they've got. Everybody, everybody snowed. Uh, yeah, yep. hot girls can say yep. stupid things, and we don't care. Yep. We stopped caring about it. Uh, I like this story that came out the, uh, the other day. There's a German court that is setting a uh, trial. I guess it's happening. It started in August, and it's starting to come to an end or something. They're going to have a trial for a 100-year-old Nazi. He's got 3,518 counts of accessory to murder. Uh, he served as a guard at a concentration camp. They tag everybody that was in that yep. building on him. Yep. And he's 100. Come on. He doesn't care. What are we doing? He's just sitting in the – yeah, just, you know what? Good on you. You, you got, got away, away with it. it. <laughs> you, you win this one. Uh, and then the, uh, the, uh, the woke police are out in full force again. They're going after Dave Chappelle. And Chappelle specials on Netflix, and he – as Dave Chappelle does, makes and steps on things that are not comfortable to a woke person. They get very nervous around the Chappelle stuff, and uh, and they're uh, like out to get him. Glad is out to get him. And uh, a couple of things I was reading: that Netflix special is called out by Glad. National Black Justice Coalition is mad at Dave Chappelle for ridiculing trans people because he makes jokes about the trans world. And he's, you know. How he's been doing, we were talking a little bit about it. The last two specials, he's really kind of telling more stories about it. It's not like yeah. he's rattling off stuff, and, his he, and he's making the point that, look, don't get mad at me kind of that I don't understand. No, he's making fun of it, and he and should. Then he, and he does and there's nothing go wrong out, with that. and there's some funny stuff. And you stuff. clicked on it. Yeah. That's the point of that. You clicked on it so if you're clicking on it and you're a member of GLAAD and you're going to watch it, if you go to a comedy show and say – I am going to be angry if this person talks at all about traffic. I'm going to be mad. I'm going in with some topic on my brain that if he even brings it up, I'm going to go in without a sense of humor. You're going to get mad. Comedy is built on the idea that it touches areas you're not supposed to touch. It's, it, it, it tackles things, unless you're one of those lame-ass, you know, if it's dad jokes and, you know, safe stuff. Banana jokes? Yeah, Brady starts in with those banana jokes. It's offensive for other reasons. Those are awful. But at least they're safe. But I'm talking like somebody who really just, well, I just like the uh, the Two Moms podcast is as far as I want my comedy. Then you don't go to comedy shows. You don't pay attention to Dave Chappelle. If Glad goes to a Dave Chappelle show, and aside from him just flat out saying, I hate gays, I'm not going to deal with he didn't. He can make jokes about groups of people because it's hilarious and the people who like it have clicked on it. Like he said, look, don't get mad at me. You're the one who clicked on it. You're the one who said okay when it said you want to order this. Well, So you got it. Evidently, maybe they're, maybe they're upset we could be off on this thing because he, according to this in the, the closer, his special, mm -hmm. he's not going to make jokes anymore. About the LGBTQ. Is that what he says? Yeah. I'm not going to do any of this. This is it for that. This is it. Well, maybe it. Well, here's the thing that I didn't understand, because the one thing they said, uh, 2021, this is the, the group that's mad at him, and I don't know who it is, says, is uh, on track to be the deadliest year on record for transgender people in the United States. The deadliest year on record, which also, by the way, probably the most policed and woke year 
in the history of transgender uh, socialization. Probably the most transgenders have announced right in the last year. That, exactly, the most that we've known transgender. Right. Yeah. But if it's if it's the deadliest year on record, I guess we've done something different in the last couple of years that's made it worse. Yeah. Right? Maybe okay. it's the behavior of making everyone scared to death of each other based by group is making it worse. So screaming out anytime someone mentions something you disagree with has made your group unlikable to another group because everybody's fracturing off into their little uh, piles, their cliques, yeah. and screaming out, uh, we want equality and we want diversity, but we certainly don't want to touch edges of groups. If it's the, I would have never guessed that the deadliest year on record for transgender people in the United States. The majority of whom, evidently, according to this, are black transgender people. And then it says Netflix should know better. Perpetuating transphobia perpetuates violence. Netflix should immediately pull the closer from its platform and directly apologize to the entire transgender community. Nope. It sounds to me like whatever we've switched to in the last few years to be more woke has created a bigger problem. Because what they're saying is all the other years were better as far as violence went when we were free and clear to make fun of all that stuff and nobody was losing their jobs or their minds every time somebody made a passing joke. Could it be that society is so mother uptight about everything that it's created tension? Do the woke people ever understand that they're creating more tension than they are calm? Ever? I would have never guessed that. I hate to hear that. That's a terrible uh, statement that it's the deadliest year on record for transgenders. That should not be the case. What are we doing different? What was better five years ago for transgender people that they weren't being killed at the clip they are today, according to you? What was different? Oh, everybody was kind of like, don't care. Never made a big deal out of it. Don't have to worry about losing my job if I make a joke about a guy who looks like he's a girl. Never have to worry about losing my job if somebody shows up in a dress and I laugh. Never have to worry about losing my job. It didn't, it didn't mean people were going to die, that's for sure. Yeah. If uh, Brady showed up dressed as a woman and said, today I'm a woman, well, we'd, we would make fun like crazy. We'd joke like, five, and then today. Isn't that in the weird way part of acceptance? Yes. Be, being joked about, being brought into the fold as far as right. comfortability? One of the greatest things in the world is when you're with a group of, of guys who you like think are fun, and then they start taking pot shots at you. Like, I'm in. Like I'm, they're comfortable with me. They trust that I'm not going to get upset. They know I'm. I'm. That's a. That's a. That's a cool card. When somebody doesn't like include you in their group with the jokes and everything else, it's because they don't trust you. Like right now, Brady, Toledo, me. If Brett was here, Brett. If some interloper came in, we wouldn't treat them the same way we treat each other. Because I know I can trust Brady's not going to get crazy weird, and I'm not going to get mad and all uptight until. But if some person came in, we're not going to sit and go, "Nice pants, jackass!" You know, like joke around about something if he looks funny or. We're not going to do it because he's not in the fold yet. Why? We don't trust that he isn't going to go run off and tattle. And it doesn't go. It doesn't work the same way if he came in shooting the guns off right at you. Oh, if he starts in with us, yeah, we got our like, walls up. Like I yeah. don't know you. We we don't we don't have that yet. There's a rapport you have to develop with that. But yeah, if it's the most deadly year on record for a group of people, uh, that's terrible. Now we have to look at what we've done different to create the deadly year. And I have to say, I'm leaning towards the idea you guys might be a little bit uptight about every single thing said about your group of people that makes you think it's akin to murder when someone makes a joke. Well, that creates murders. Really? 
Do you think there's a single person out there that's sane? We're eliminating lunatics. That hears Dave Chappelle's jokes and says, you know what I'm going to do now? Kill me some transgenders. Yeah, that's that flipped up. Is there a sane human being that has that light switch that you can flip through jokes? There are insane people that can be triggered by something, but that was going to happen anyway. They're insane for a reason. And the other side of it is for Chappelle. This is 10 times better than uh, getting rave reviews from a critic. Absolutely. It's the best Thank thing you, you can do. for promoting you my You just special. made it so I forgot and remembered the Dave Chappelle specials on Netflix. Yep. You just made me remember, oh, yeah, I love Chappelle. I wonder what he's got to say about that. I'm very curious as to what his take is. Here's what an adult does. They listen to it and go, I disagree with that. Right. And they have their own stance without thinking that what that man just said should cause a murderous rage in someone else. If you have that in you, something's wrong with you. If you can't watch a comedian talk about something you disagree with without getting angry, something's wrong with you, not the person doing the, the, the comedy. They're just they're hired to go out and say things that are ab- absurd. And guess what? Not all of them land. Not every joke hits the mark. Sometimes they take a chance. It's like, well, that one just flopped all over the place. Eh, Oh, well. But that's how you hone and act. That's how you do it. And not everybody should agree. That's what makes great conversation, especially funny conversation. If somebody says, oh, my God, you're inside. How many times the funniest person that you know? Think about your group. You're driving to work right now. Think about the people you hang out with. The funniest person in that group is always somebody that eventually at the end of the night going, oh, my God, I can't believe Brian just said that. Usually that comes with funny. The icebreaker. Yeah. If you're not funny people, ladies, most of the time you don't have that. I can't believe she said that. Most of, if she's got that, it's just usually because she's the loudest. But yeah, if you're not the funny group, you, you don't have that person. They're like, my God, that guy will say anything. He's fearless. That's the funniest guy. Now, there are people who take that and try to be the fearless one, and they're not funny, and they just come across as insulting. That's Fail. When that's when you're not funny. You're just loud. It's a slippery slope. And Brady in a dress would be hilarious to everyone, even if Brady was serious about it and had his Caitlyn Jenner late 50s moment of saying, I want to be a woman in my 60s. I, we would never stop teasing you. I'm sure Bruce Jenner. If I friends, made that decision, I, I know better not to come in. You're about, Why? You're about the age of Caitlyn Jenner when she said, you know what? This is it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got to start making the swap out. And then about or three years later. when she like. When it, when, it, when it officially happened, but yeah, when she but started to do a long no, when she started to do the stuff, the treatments and the things, You're that right? Kind she of, did know a long time. We knew when she was sixty. Yeah. She started the process about mm, fifty six seven, and then started to get the hormone treatments and the therapy and all the other stuff before Nostra we knew. Jonas called it out on this show. Absolutely, we had it right there, based on uh, Dennis Miller's old jokes. Yeah. And anybody noticed that Bruce Jenner starting to look like Miss Jane Hathaway from the Beverly Hillbillies, and that was in like ninety, but it was just a joke because of his hair. Right. And his, he had some surgery. I don't think anybody thought he'd go full pull. But I bet you in Bruce's circles, even John Lovett says that he was good friends with Bruce Jenner. Or friends, not good friends, but Lovett said, yeah, we golf. And I'm like, what do I, can I still make fun? He's like, absolutely. We're we're still past. You're in that circle. You're in the group. Yep. I'm sure it's it's welcome to put your balls into this one, Caitlin. You know, all right, guys, that's enough. Like, it would be hilarious if Brady decided to have a late-in-life transition to being a female Totally accepted. I wish you well, but I am going to just ridicule the crap out of you in the funnest way you can imagine. You're going to laugh. Unless you become an uptight bitch. Then I don't want to be your friend anyway. Yeah. Or, you know, they're 
definitely comes a time where some people in that circle, I'm like, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm out. Yep. And they move on. Okay. If more people Brady's size were murdered in the last two months than any other time ever, and in those two months we decided to say never mention people's uh, like Brady's size, and then a rash of murders occurred to people, I would say, wait a minute, maybe that maybe there's a correlation to our telling everybody how to behave and how to think has made them more mad at that group than they were before. I think that's what's happening with this, the, all the screaming and yelling about jokes that Shining people Shining the like. wrong kind of lights. Yeah, we're saying, hey, think like us or else. And that you're just going to piss off the wrong people. So if that's a true statistic, and I have to say that that seems a little exaggerated. What is the number on that statistic? No, I don't know. Do just, that's what he said. Just the, his number was. He didn't say a number. It wasn't like a breakdown. He just said this is the highest year. Uh, was it 2021 on track to be the deadliest like year it, on record? It sounds like. Thousands of people or hundreds. Or, yeah, I don't know, know what the old know. numbers were. But like Toledo right. said, more people have been free to come out. Right. That's what so, I look at. Yeah. So it's like, oh, transgender is now a, transgender is now a box on the sheet yeah. of, you know, what were it wasn't there 20 years ago. Yeah. And that's so, been three, four years coming. If a transgender got murdered 10 years ago, it, it would say female or male. Yeah. They didn't have the box of others. So I'm sure that that number is inflated by... The paperwork, the, the paperwork that is now yeah. inclusive of that. But it doesn't have anything to do with Dave Chappelle at all. Zero. Unless Dave Chappelle goes out and starts screaming out how much everyone should hate this. He's not doing that. He's making nope. jokes. And we've made jokes about like, you make jokes about Puerto Ricans and white people and black people and Asian people and everything else. It's never caused a murderous rage in the past. Ever. Ever. And it hasn't stopped racism. In fact, it's done, it's done the exact opposite, in my opinion. It's made people who sit back like, now it's more taboo than ever to whisper the worst thing in the world to somebody. Uh, you just got to pick your friends better. So now you've, you've actually gone from being more diverse to more exclusive with who you hang out with. Because I'm, like, I'm afraid to hang out with well, women at work. We don't do it. You just don't. And I'm sure women feel the same way about men at work. You it's can't like, we don't grind do with them at a bar anymore. You cannot. Urban runner with you, chicken. you just can't do it. If a gaggle of girls wanted to go to lunch with me today, and two of them I didn't know, like if they were new girls here at the office, and like, hey, we're all going to lunch, say, so you want to go? I would look and go, no. Absolutely not. Thank you, but no. And not because I don't want to go. I don't want to risk being me around the ones I'm comfortable with, with the two new people. I'm not doing it. Whereas before, I would have loved to have gone. Oh, well, yeah, we'll all go. It'll be fun. I get to know the new people and everything else. I am scared to death. Me. Scared to death of new people in the office, and everyone should be, because you just don't know anymore. Well, and we've had the luxury of being around the people in this building for for a ever, long, long time. Ever. Yeah, new people. I'm just like I, I don't I don't know that I'm ever malicious, but I don't know that that matters like it used to. Like that used to be my rule. It's like it can always be funny as long as it's not malicious. Yeah. No matter what avenue you go down, as long as it's not a malicious joke or an attack on something that yep. uh, seems personal, then it, then it's funny and, and you can walk away. People's lines for where that right. is vary. But, but for the most part, a lot of people can agree where the, you where understand, the basic yeah, line is. The malicious intent. How about this one? Um, John, I am a tall, overweight, gay listener. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think LGBTQ and fat jokes are hilarious. Yeah. It's okay to laugh about stuff, You're honestly, 50% of it. Because racial humor, body humor, gender humor, all of our differences technically unite us. All topics can be funny, even yep. dark stuff. 
You may not like it, but that doesn't mean someone else can't find it funny. As long as you aren't calling for violence, like right. you just said, or directing hate speech, you're fine in my and every intelligent person and right. LGBTQ's book. So there you go. Right. You've got the acceptance. I'll print well, that thank one out. You, giant fat gay guy. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. That's all he wanted. I am great with the giant fat gays. And even the short uh, gays as well. The... Uh, Michael Legault is not a tall man. He's gay. Loves the show. Gaze. In shape gays probably love us. Not Howard like Troy and Michael. Not. I haven't met him. Uh, uh, in shape? Uh, f- well enough. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they're going to be bikini models anytime soon. Yeah, they're older though, right? Yeah. yeah. 50s. Yeah. I think uh, Michael's uh, 48 or something like that. Troy just went over the 50 barrier a couple years ago. Very clean, neat, well-kept. I'll call them well-kept gays. They're not filthy gays, which you very rarely find. John, is that deadly stat including suicide? Because hasn't the – That's a good point. um, I don't know. Hasn't that deadly stat normally meant suicide in that group? The deadliest year could mean just dead. I have no idea. And does that – do the jokes about it cause problems for that person? Yes. But that's their their inner circle trying to keep an eye on what's going on. If you got somebody that's going through that much – again – you know, not to sit and say it's not a sad thing because it isn't. But if Dave Chappelle's special made you want to kill yourself, you had a lot going on. Yeah, that was. There's an awful the lot more to it than the joke. The joke might have been the tipping point, but man, you got pushed a real far away. Not dealing well with what's happening in your life. It isn't ever going to be Dave Chappelle's jokes made me kill or made me uh, commit suicide. It's just never the case. I think for some to it. Um Dave telling the joke or the story shines a light on it that sure. you can find, oh, you know what that is funny. We I should can be able all to loosen up, loosen up. It's yeah. so uptight that you can't even like make a joke about something. Make jokes about all of it. Toledo's giant head. I look like God knows what a mistake or like a complete. Uh, I look like uh, when you do an ultrasound on a baby. If I came out and, and never changed, I'm, I'm an aged ultrasound baby. Brady is Brady. He's shaped like a thumb, and everybody uh, that's shaped like him knows exactly. There's a full shape of Brady's out there. We love it. Brett couldn't be more stereotypical Italian. Hilarious. But yeah, Chappelle is not causing murder. So to put it in that context makes that person crazy to me. Uh, and then and then they go on and say, well, the reviews on the Netflix special. Well, yeah, if you got a bunch of angry people to go do it, it's going to seem that way. You can never. There's two things People I don't have their own agendas in writing yeah. reviews. Of course, especially when you've got a group together that says Chappelle's yeah. show is terrible. Everybody attack with a review. You know who doesn't review shows? People who like them. Yep. You never, ever hear. You know what you never hear in restaurants? Brady, you ran a restaurant for years. The people who had a decent time, not extraordinary. Never write a review. They'll never call you and say, we had, never a, leave we a, had comment a, card. a really nice time. It was nice. It wasn't anything special. It was just, it was acceptable. It was a nice day. Yelp has destroyed all of that. For Yelp me. has made it the worst experience yep. or the best experience. Yep. Very There's rarely. There's no middle ground. <laughs> it's, it's, it happens here and there, but. Ugh, the plates were dirty. Why would you bother putting in a middling review for yeah. a restaurant? It just, eh, it was Not all enough right. ice in the drink. Right. Well, you're, a, put, like you're a baby. The other thing is, if you ever go on Yelp and bitch about the prices, then you're dumb. Yeah. Because you didn't look at they're, they're on the menu. They're announced right there. Yeah, they're on the menu. You knew going we in. We thought this would be a moderately priced restaurant. It, even if it wasn't. You're not in charge of the food costs. I paid too much for this thing. I'm going to tell everybody that it was too expensive for me. Was the food good or not? 
I don't trust reviews on anything, especially when it comes to like comedy, because that's so subjective. I love Dave Chappelle, but if a group like Glad is after him, the reviews are going to reflect that, especially when all the reviews are like, can't believe he does transphobe humor. Can't believe we're still in this day and age. I'm like, well, I know your agenda going in. You went in mad before he said a word. John, to me, you look like someone taxidermied to a skeleton. Now, yes. is that mean? Maybe. But <laughs> I find hilarious. it hilarious. I do, too, because I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. I look in the mirror every day and go, what is it? Like, I am a what is it? I can't figure that out. Taxidermied to a skeleton. I enjoy that. That's a good one. See? And that's my, that's a good punch at me. I like it. John, have you ever considered that maybe we all need to face the facts that our society just cannot live without drama? Yes. Some people just need drama. Americans especially, I think. I think oh, we are so super spoiled with I, I think the social side cultures, of it. Well, social media is not has helping. Has created it's, it's well, designed for drama. We all feel self-important because of social media too, because yeah. you sit and say something and get a thousand likes and all of a sudden you think you're, you know, Evita for God's sakes. That everybody wants to hear your every word. You're standing on a balcony barking out the next new order of the world because your Facebook crew agrees with you, so you feel self-important. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. But I also think that you watch Ronnie Chang's uh, comedy special. He comes from China about how spoiled we are oh, and how God. ridiculous Americans are when it comes to complaining about certain things. We have complaints about everything. And it's like 5% of the population. The rest of us are normal. We're all kind of normal. You can take a joke. And that's the one thing where you, I, well, the one kid you never wanted to hang out with. Like, why don't you want to hang out with, I'll say his name, Gerard. Why don't you want to hang out with Gerard? Gerard can't take a joke. Gerard yeah. gets mad every yeah. time we start teasing. Like, in joking, not like mean, but like you make a comment he doesn't like, he loses his mind. Gerard is a loose cannon. We don't like him. I put a lot of distance between some friends because of, of that. Of course. If you can't take a joke, it's time to go. Yep. That's it. it, it and, and, and that's fine. Take jokes in yes, your circle. Exactly. But don't make it my problem that you can't take a joke I said. Yep. There's options. Like, you know, if you don't like this show, you click it off. 100%. If you love it, stay. But if you're in the middle and you're like, ah, I, I think I'm going to try to get mad, at, go somewhere else. I just always say, point those fingers back at yourself. You've never been perfect about telling a joke either. Never. You've never been just so woke that you've never offended anyone. Casey says, John, in my opinion, you look like if Caleb from Shriners got a little bit better and grew up. Yeah, I'm walking, <laughs> Ca I'm, I'm walking Caleb. I'm everything Caleb could have turned into had it not been for bird bones. <laughs> and then someone just sent me a picture of squid game with his thousand pictures of squidward and that's the one i most relate to especially happy squidward that's the one i think i look most like although that chiseled weird human squidward is oh yeah disturbingly that's... right on <laughs> anyway if you can't hit. and then uh, it goes crazy the other way sage steel can't be on espn anymore you see that yeah She's kicked off ESPN because on a podcast, she said she thought it was weird that Barack Obama clicked the black box on the race. And she goes, his father was nowhere to be found. His white mother was there the whole time. And it's like and he's his, just abandoned. His white that. mother and his white grandmother. Right. And she Raised says, because she's got, uh, she's a black and white mm -hmm. biracial parents, right? Or interracial. What do I they call so, yeah. it? I don't even know. Who cares? Interracial? Interracial. And she said, uh, I, I, I relate just as much to that side as the other. It seems, it seems like pandering. She goes, you do you, I do me. ESPN's like, although we do accept diverse opinions, she's not going to be allowed to speak at the Women's Emporium anymore, and, or the whatever they called that thing she was supposed to be at. Well, and Jamel Hill is actually coming out and Oops. posting some things that the difference between how ESPN handled her situation and how they handled Sage's really? situation. Yeah, there's. Pretty, yeah, but Jim, she was always in there. trouble.
Like it seemed like it she always was always trying to market stuff. Well, and that's the thing. That's the only problem I have with the Sage Steele thing. Everybody's taking the one headline out there about how she thinks that Obama can't be black because he, his black father wasn't around. And like you just said, there was so much more yeah. to what she said in that statement. And it was on Jay Cutler's Don't Care podcast. <laughs> right. Jay Cutler was the host of the podcast, and it's called Don't Care. <laughs> so the whole point of the podcast that has any interest whatsoever to anybody is that we're going to talk about things, and we're not going to care what your reaction is. It's Jay Cutler. Don't care. Have your baby fit. I'm saying what I want. Well, but then all – and the reason for the women's conference is because after the Obama comment, she said that uh, – she doesn't have it kind of I'm paraphrasing but she doesn't have sympathy for sideline reporters who get harassed by athletes because of what what they wear. Oh. You know what you you know what's going to happen when you put on that that, that outfit. Nice. That's what and the, the argument is men should grow up. I, that's going to be a tough fall order. Uh, she says, "Listen, I'm pretty sure my white mom was there when I was born and my white family loves me as much as my black family." And so I don't relate the, to one more than the other. That, that nobody's everybody's just going with the headline on this. One. But now she's not allowed to be on ESPN anymore. Just at the conference, and that, but and here's the reason why. I know my comments created controversy for the company, and I apologize. We apologize. Well, her comments created controversy, basically saying I'm half white and I'm half black, and I relate to both equally because I found both races to be wonderful to me. Is controversial? Yeah. That's what. That's the world we live in. I love white people and black people equally. Okay. Yeah. That's enough of that. You shouldn't be on TV anymore. She also you can't call NBA games. Female journalists invite harassment by dressing. That's what he just said. Yeah. yeah, on that side of it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But the woke police are up again. The summer's over, and they're going after. Is it Chappelle. that time? Mercury's in retrograde. It, it must be it. Mercury in retrograde makes people want to be extra woke. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But if you click on Chappelle's special and get offended, it's because you watched Dave Chappelle's special. Ah, there you go. Answered your question. Can't we just find it either funny or not funny? No. No. Uh-uh. You click on it, and you go in with an agenda, and you're upset. It's because you did it to yourself. So has Rotten Tomatoes become a Yelp for Netflix now? Or is, yeah. is that where if I go, a true opinion? rub my face on a cheese grater, it's not the company who made the cheese grater's fault. Yes, it is. Nope. It's my yes, fault. Yes, it is. No. Because they didn't give you a warning. <laughs> well, that's what we'll come down to eventually. Yep. But if I did it, and like, hey, and the cheese grater had two safety measures. So are you sure you want to rub your face on this? <laughs> Click. And you double yes. clicked. Yes, I do. I want to do that. And then I rubbed my face on it, and I got hurt. And I'm like, "Wow, that was worse than I thought." And I went in knowing that was going to happen. Uh, I'm going to sue this cheese grater company. You click on Netflix. That's step one. That said, I'm going to volunteer myself for something on TV. Then you find Dave Chappelle's special, and it says on there there's a little warning. So this isn't for everybody. And you click, go ahead and play this. And then there's a play button you have to hit again after that. And also, you're in complete and utter control of turning it off at any time you want. What's uh, stopping you from doing any of those things before it is watching the entire thing and then saying, this, nobody should see this because I didn't like it? This creates murders and suicides. Dave Chappelle's been around for 25 years. And I think... Uh, Not a lot of murder and suicide in his uh, wake, I don't think. And majority do that. They don't. Well, the no, majority of people are normal. They either they know they like him or they don't, or they walk away and go, I didn't like Dave's new special. Like you said, your friend watched it, and you're like, eh, it wasn't as hysterical as his past specials, but it's good. That's how you talk about comedy specials. Eh, it wasn't that good. I liked his last hour better. Stupid. But they're out again, so be careful. Something in the weather. That Mercury retrograde thing makes people more woke than ever.
yeah. Everybody's so goddamn uptight. And the best thing is, you start attacking Dave Chappelle, Ricky Gervais. You start going after those guys. They're going to put you in their place. He's got nothing to lose. Dave Chappelle's walked away from more than this. Basically what he says. So he'll be like, come get me. Ricky Gervais is the same. He's like, I'll say what I want because I'm not wrong. I'm not attacking it. I'm making jokes. And they're funny. And I've done it to everything. So you can't say that I'm singling out or targeting something. You don't like those jokes? Look at yourself in the mirror. Why? I want a world where nobody hurts me. It's not going to happen. Brady, your dad and banana jokes make me want to jump off a bridge. (laughs) Now I want you to understand that this will be your fault when I do jump off that bridge. Right. Well, and this is where I start spinning that coin over to the other side a little bit. I I do think that those jokes that Brady made yesterday could very possibly kill some people. It's number one in dad joke world. John, are you trying to be dog of the LGBTQ community this morning? Because you're just earning your LGBTQ card. (laughs) Did I get an LGBTQ card? That is hard How did I get a card for them? Uh, Like, apparently you get to say the gay stuff now, or what? Oh, the homo. No, the guy saying earlier this morning, I'm... You know, six foot. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's, that's right. You're okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that big fat uh, yeah. homosexual said he, he likes got your me. card. <laughs> that super tall fat homo. <laughs> I love that guy. And he's friends with me through the radio. We have an understanding that I'm not after you. Yeah. Here's the bigger thing. I don't care that much about any of you personally. <laughs> so... This is all just a big you giant that gray. Take, take really offense to that. Oh, sure. When you say that, but as a as a as a person who broadcasts his right. voice, uh, the majority of the city to me is uh, nameless gray faces. Yeah. I, I don't know all these yeah. people. I don't know your lives. I'm just trying to, you know, goof around for a little bit. Hopefully, we can all find some to be. some surface silliness on this thing. Have a good conversation now and again, laugh and then walk away. Going, yeah, I didn't agree with everything he said, or no, that was pretty spot on. And then move on with your own opinions in your own day. I'm not that influential with your brain. Nobody is. If I say something that makes you go, I can't have that out in the world, then you're not that secure in your thoughts. That's what I always say about religious people who are too religious and get mad when somebody questions them. Then you're not that sure of your own beliefs. If you get upset when somebody has a counter belief to yours and you're mad about it, the best way I had it described to me was by a very religious person that said, I don't get upset when somebody disagrees with me because I know what I think 2 plus 2 is 4. And if somebody comes along and tries to tell me 2 plus 2 is 5, I know they're wrong. Yeah. And I don't get mad at them. I just try to tell them my side. If you get mad, you're not real sure about your equation. You're not real positive about what you believe. And the questions are making you question you about anything. You say, I stand in this water and there's no way I'm getting out. All right. Here's a couple questions you might not have thought of. Well, I don't like the question, which is why I don't like religion. This is one of the first tenets of it is don't question. Why? What are you afraid of? Anything that's built to anything that is factual or believable uh, stands up to scrutiny. The more questions, the easier it is to explain. So anything that starts off saying, do not question the end of this, tells me, well, you've got a lot of flaws then. Everything that's sure and steady stands up to scrutiny. Everything. So, I don't understand that. So, get get more secure in yourself. I think I'm talking to about two people out there. Because most people kind of believe what they believe and they move on. The majority of people are normal. Yeah. And I don't necessarily buy into the reviews of Chappelle's show being so homophobic that it's... I, I think again, that's an agenda. I, right. 
I think it's a great promotional tool. Yeah. This guy said, I watched Dave's special last night. And as always, I thought, hysterical. Chappelle was on. Uh, also, he did not tell one joke about transgender people. He addressed that people think he's transphobic. He stated he won't tell any more transgender jokes. Yep. If you're going to be angry about something, maybe you should uh, effing watch it first. That's true. Dave Crook, you're 100% right. I don't. I haven't seen that. It was yet. the interesting thing. I mean, my one friend that watched it last or yesterday afternoon didn't say one thing about that. He, he did say he's not going to tell anymore. Yeah. LGBTQ. He's just going to lay off the LGBTQ jokes. And he said yeah. it in the special before. The alphabet police are after everybody. And he did that. You can't laugh. The thing about the car, where he wasn't. And my gay neighbors and I talked about it. They don't even know what a couple of the letters in LGBTQ are. Because they're like, I don't know what the plus means. That's a debate. And I'm like, is, is Q queer or questioning? And then they started to debate what it was. And I'm like, all right. And he goes, all I know is there's gay. And that's what I'm paying attention to. And there's the trans thing and all that. That's kind of easy to follow. There's and I the, think that's one of the things that Dave uh, says he kind of refers to. And the 71,000 other. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking to all of you. Keep adding them. Not doing it anymore. What are you going to do? I haven't seen it yet, but thanks to the Glad people, I'm going to go home and watch the Netflix Dave Chappelle special today because I forgot it was a thing. And I bet you I laugh and I turn it off, and my life doesn't change at all because I'm normal. Normal people don't have TV change their entire perspective on the world to a point of murder or suicide unless they were going to do it anyway. John, it all boils down to these people that are complaining about Chappelle are sheep and can't think for themselves. That's how I feel. They don't know who Chappelle is and know what he's about, but they complain about him because yeah. they do like him and they think he's funny, but they feel guilty about laughing at these jokes. Well, it's whenever so they cry offensive material and make themselves feel better and look better to other people. I think they like get mad when the audience laughs at it. I think that's what really yeah. gets them. Like when the audience laughs at a joke <gasps> that they didn't like, they're like, uh-oh, well, we got to put a stop to this. We get a call uh, sometimes uh, about people who are like, I didn't like when you said that thing about blah, blah, blah. All right. Well, that one guy that called me and he said, you're being mean to Mexicans. I'm like, I'm not being mean to Mexicans because I said I hated Mexico. Oh, I, I do hate Mexico. Mexico. I'm like, Mexico's a dump because that's, that's a lot of the people that listen. That's their home. I'm like, no, it's not. This is your home. Someone along the lines in your family left there because it's a cesspool. We know it's an awful place. It's just been corrupt and miserable for years. And that's the reason why America is the beacon and, and people run to it. Uh, millions and millions of people can't be wrong. Escaping one country for another means one's better than the other. That's it. And I said, uh, do you laugh when I make fun of them? Oh, yeah, no, I love all the other stuff. I just don't like when you do that. I'm like, all right, well, then today's the day that you get punched. Sorry. You're, you're going to have to deal with it. If, if you can handle all the other ones, it's just, well, just stay off my turf. No. Everybody gets a hit. John, have you seen the movie The Invention of Lying? It's one of Ricky my Gervais. favorite movies. Is it Ricky Gervais? I think, it's Ricky, I think that's a Ricky Gervais movie. That sounds great. I have is. not. I have not seen it. Uh, Jeremy's going out uh, this morning. Happy Valley Road and 35th Avenue. That's where the young man's going. Uh, KUP deployment pack's going out uh, for people who really don't have an option on what to think one way or the other. They're told this is how this is your rifle, this is your gun, uh, this is your whatever. That what is they what is that? This is your rifle. This is your gun. This, this is for fighting. This, this is for yeah, fun. That's right. This is yeah. This is your thing. <laughs> and they point to their wieners. <laughs> yeah, they don't have an option. They're brainwashed into thinking you've got one mission. That's it. Whatever your thoughts are, put them aside about the military. Uh, and they're the true heroes. They're the ones going. And we don't even pay attention to them unless it's a war. And there's a whole bunch of them from Arizona going all over the world. 
uh, deployed, and we're trying to help out. KUP Deployment Packs. Uh, we're going to have our friend Jeremy out there. Happy Valley Road and 35th Avenue this morning at the Safeway. He'll tell you what's on the list. We'll talk to Jeremy in a little bit. You can also go on our Amazon wish list online, 98KUPD, and uh, check it out and help out that way. And then we pack it up and send it to the troops on November 11th. It's a great thing. And uh, we thank you in advance because it's already going really well. What do you got in the big board of musical treats over there, Toledo? All right. The Action Ride Shop Wake Up Song. Brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Gilbert and Southern. Uh, if anything goes downhill or, as you said, uphill, yeah. they've got it and they can get you on it. Or straight. Flat. Forward. I don't think yeah. you say straight. You can go backwards. Anymore. <laughs> well, you can say straight. <laughs> I don't think so. They only sell bike uh, bikes that go straight. Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're one of them crooked bike riders, them weirdos. You can occasionally go up in the air. It's shaped like a question mark. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can fly, too. Some of them can fly. A lot of requests for the uh, topic this morning. Seven Dust Bitch. Okay. Uh, Metallica, Stone Cold Crazy. <laughs> Till Lindemann, Lady, Lady Boy. Lady Boy. Manson, Beautiful People. Rob Zombie, Mars Needs What's Women. Till Lindemann's Lady Boy's Didn't lyrics? we play that one? Oh, we have, but I have, yeah. like the lyrics. Are the lyrics even mildly acceptable? Lady Boy lyrics. I got to look that up. That was from uh, Rammstein's lead singer. RuPaul has a song called Lady Boy, too. Ooh, it comes up before uh, Till. Let's see if Till's in there. I can't find Till's version. There it is. Lindemann. Lady Boy. Mmm. Black lips, brown eyes, wet flesh, good size. So hot when it crawls, I burn for D's and holes. <laughs> lady Boy, Lady Boy. He's my... We're playing them. All right. I've got the clean version. You do? Yeah, because we played it before. I drown in my meat in D's and holes. (laughs) (laughs) See, this exists in the world, and it's not going to make anybody lose their mind. Let's talk about something important, the Chappelle thing. Hilarious. I don't want this to go away either. Hilarious. He's my lady boy. This is a guy who loves it. Yeah. They'd probably be mad about it because they called him a lady boy. But it doesn't rhyme otherwise. You can't have, he's my transgender Toy boy. He's my lady boy Gender toy bender, boy. Yeah, nah, doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, let's do it. Till Lindemann's lady boy. For all the controversy. And I don't understand why Sage Steele can't say that she loves her white family without getting kicked off at ESPN. Right. <laughs> because she just questioned, like, as a person who can relate to Barack Obama, which I can't as far as white parent, no. black parent. Nope. Like she found it strange that he clicked just black. Okay, from her perspective, that was odd. She comes from the same exact background and said, I just found Maybe there wasn't another box to check. A half or buy. There's always. There's always other. Can you other. check two? Can you check two boxes? Black no. and white? I think there's... Well, sure. Other. Sure. Like you... Put two in. That's what <laughs> hey, I'm nobody's saying. Gonna, nobody's going to... Check both. And I don't know why anybody's asking. Uh, like the census. I think he put it on the census. Oh, is that talking. what she's talking about? It was on some kind of paper. You know, if it was me, said. and I'm speaking completely without the knowledge of what it would be like, I'd go by which one I looked more like. So if I'm Barack, I'm, I'm definitely Xing out black. It has nothing oh, to do yeah, with who yeah, I yeah. love more. Yeah. Just what do I look most like? You know, because like right now, I can say, oh, my dad was black, but look at me. Nobody's buying right. that. So I click white on those. Or if you're a ginger black, well, you know, what do you. What do you well, I mean, the, you know, like, what are you doing outside? <laughs> You're going to burn up. <laughs> a ginger black is going to burn up on a 70-degree day. What's a ginger black? Those red-headed blacks. Oh, my God. I've never seen that. Yes, you No, I, t- I avert my eyes. I'm saying. I know they exist. i just never seen it. <laughs> I can't look. Ginger blacks. I'm hungry. 
Sounds like something I should just snap or delicious snack food. I just want a box of ginger blacks. (laughs) No, they they would never put ginger blacks as a thing to click on the census. That's what Blake Griffin puts down. Yeah, is he ginger black? Is that what that is? I think he is. Yeah. I just thought he was just kind of light. He's got a little ginger going. Anyway, I know Andy Dalton is ginger. And if he had black skin, I'd have nightmares. I don't think that's a real thing. It looks like cartoon hair. It's him on the side. He's an odd looking man. But, uh, yeah, so I don't, I, you know, I, X two boxes on the census, I'm both. But I think the census has like a thousand options. Well, yeah, and then subcategories. So, like, if you if you were to check African American mm-hmm. or even white, you've got like three other subcategories that they want to find out about. Like, I don't remember that. If well. you're white, are you Caucasian? Are you of Latino descent? Are you not of Latino descent? I fired through that census so fast, I'm not sure I spelled my name right. They got they counted you. I, of course, I wanted to get counted, but yeah. I, I knocked that thing out like. That's all you need to do is be counted. It's all right. yeah. it supposedly helps with money. You're not throwing the curve off. The <laughs> no. I didn't do it a few years ago because I thought it was intrusive. Didn't? No, that's why I was kind of the spokesman here at the station for right. it. Because I was like, I don't that. really like the. I don't need them knowing how many people live in here. I just, it felt weird to me. And then I did some research on it, and I'm like, oh, I see. It's it good. For a lot of it programs. actually really is good. It's a little intrusive still, but it's not as fear-based as I kind of was about it. But I did, I honestly took so that, I took it that out test. accurately, but don't put your name on it. No, I, you well, that's true, too. I took that test, uh, the census, like I did in high school when I was doing well in a class, and I just didn't care. Like, yep, 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 yep. How much do you make this much? That I don't play, that I don't play with. What's the income in this household? I will put down the lowest one. Because if we're, if we're manipulating money to districts... You start cranking out that you make this much dough. I just lied on it like a t- Is that okay? <laughs> I don't know if that's legal. Is that all right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and, and does not, it, is it a red flag the other way? Yeah, I didn't and also, swear. Well, it. Oh, wait yeah. a minute. He's saying he checked off. Maybe. You know, if, you're, if you're thinking about it, oh, I checked it off too high. I just don't think it's anybody's business what I make. You know what I make. You're the government. You know what I make. I didn't swear under the penalty of perjury that the thing on the census was going to... It was on the internet, for God's sakes. It was like doing a poll of like football logos. I took it as seriously as that. I filled it out. I made up a couple of stories in there. Like, my name is Tiffany. I don't need to know the real truth. All right, are you ready? Lindemann, yep. ladyboy. I like this. Ladyboy. And it's clean, you say? Yep. Are you sure? Yeah, we've the played it before. D's and holes parts? Uh, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems a little bit graphic. Nah, it's about dirt holes. No, it's not. You don't know that. He does burn for... Well, we'll say it's about you. If it isn't. Okay. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet! Mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.